0: Mainly sunny today, chance of flurries, high of one, cloudy tonight, low of minus eight. Right now we're sitting at uh, minus two. Good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. We are debuting a new segment on the program today. It coincides with uh, London's new city council every Monday. We'll chat with uh, London Mayor Josh Morgan about issues going on in the city. London's new council was sworn in last week at RBC Place. They quickly got to work. Ward 2 Councillor Sean Lewis was named the uh, deputy mayor. Ward 12 Councillor Elizabeth Peloso will be the budget chair. Both will hold those positions for the duration of the uh, council term. Council uh the next day, then decided who would be on the various committees and boards. All you have to do before you can get into the nitty gritty of it all. Uh Mayor Josh Morgan uh, joins us now. I appreciate your time today. Good morning, Devin. Have you gotten used to being introduced as Mayor yet? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no
1: not at all. In fact, um, Uh, On Friday, it was a PD day, and so uh, my daughter, uh, I asked her if she wanted my oldest, Ainsley, fourteen. She asked her if she wanted to come to the office for the day, and she said yes. And so, she thought it was very odd that people were calling me uh, uh, mayor as well. And she said the day was interesting but also boring. So
0: wait until she hears people call you your worship. I mean, that'll be uh, (laughs) that'll be a trip as well. Yeah. Well, I keep
1: telling people just to call me Josh, but uh, (laughs) some some won't listen. So. Yeah.
0: Well, we'll be calling uh, Sean Lewis uh, Deputy Mayor and Elizabeth Pelosa the Budget Chief. What went into those decisions uh, for you? Uh,
1: yes, a few things. Uh, one is, I I, I want to say I consider the positions um, of equal stature. Having held both, they both are very important to the functioning of the municipality and the advice that the Mayor gets, and so I really took the appointments uh, and I even did the interviews with both positions in mind. So. Uh, when I appointed them both, I was thinking about them as, as two people supplying me with uh, information, guidance, thoughts, uh, and leadership to uh, to the Council team. Um, but each of us uh, also have this perspective that part of our job is going to be to empower the other members of Council to really shine where they have knowledge and talent uh, and passion. So there, there will be lots of opportunity for leadership uh, for all members of Council over the next four years, and, uh, and it will be up to the three of us to really find those and, and foster them. Um, you know, I, I chose them for a number of reasons. First off, both are highly qualified, uh, both uh, very, um, uh, very effective members of council through their, their time on council. Um, with, uh, with Deputy Mayor Lewis, um, specifically, I, I wanted to give a nod to the east end of the city. Uh, the east end of the city has not had someone serve in, in mayor or deputy mayor for decades uh, as far back as I could as I could look. And, uh, and also, um, uh, Sean is a member of the uh, LGBT uh, community and, uh, you know, we, we have not always treated that community very well in our city. In fact, the, the treatment that we've given that, commun- that, that community over, over the years has been you know, disgraceful from, from my perspective. Uh, we had a time where the mayor uh, would not even issue a proclamation to recognize pride. Uh, there were times when we wouldn't fly the, the pride flag uh, at City Hall during Pride Week and, and times where... Ah, uh, mayors and councillors were were not even willing to march in the pride parade, and I think this is a this is a good sign that uh, we've come very far since those days.
0: The World Cup began on Sunday. The Alcohol Gaming Commission of Ontario announced on Friday it would allow bars and restaurants to serve alcohol as early as 7 a.m. for the duration of the World Cup. Uh, initially, I was going to ask if this is something we should petition for since we don't uh, we can 't necessarily do it ourselves uh, the uh, they went ahead and did this is this the right move do you think
1: Yeah, and my understanding is um, we, we don't have to petition for it. I think it was automatic unless the municipality objected to it um, although i'm getting a just a quick briefing on that this morning when I get into the office um, you know this is really uh, in my mind a provincial decision um, they're the regulator of of this, uh, only Toronto has special powers to set their own bar hours. Uh, and so, you know, whether uh, I think it's a great idea or not, uh, it's something that uh, I, I think is, you know, remains squarely within the provincial regulators' right to de- to determine these sorts of things.
0: One of uh, the uh, questions uh, faced by the previous council was the uh, future of uh, Paul Haggis Park. Uh, however, at the time, uh, charges uh, hadn't been heard in court. That has now happened. Civil court has ordered him to pay... At uh, ten million dollars to a woman who uh, said he sexually assaulted her nearly a decade ago, uh, is it now time to change the name of Paul Haggis Park? Uh,
1: yes, it is. And uh, Councillor, uh, sorry, I should say Deputy Mary Lewis, uh, Councillor Ploes and I um, are going to be submitting a letter to the first available opportunity at the Standing Committee to to have that name changed and removed. So uh, now that uh, you know, there's been. Uh, you know, a conviction in a civil suit, uh, I think, uh, you know, we have to move on this fairly quickly. Uh, We have a, you know, we have a a goal in our strategic plan to create a safe city for women and girls, and I think that the removal of this name uh, at this time is very reflective of that goal.
0: This speaks to the larger issue of how we name parks and streets, and I know there's already a review underway on that, right?
1: That's correct, Evan. Um, there's, uh, There's a review underway, and you know, we'll look at the approach that we've taken to both naming streets in the past as well as naming them in the future. Um, there's certainly been some challenges, not just in, in our city, but all cities. Um, when you name something after someone, um, you know, sometimes you gotta, you got to make adjustments to it and change it. So I think just looking at the policy as a whole is the right way to approach this. In the meantime, we'll continue to have to deal with uh, issues as they arise as one-offs. But I'd much rather have a coherent policy that can address this uh, upfront. Um, There is one other thing I'm going to let you know about, Devin, Uh, I know you're asking me questions, but um, you probably don't know this yet, but I've called a special meeting of the SPPC uh, this week to have Council have the opportunity to address concerns and hear some information on Bill 23. This is the bill that the provincial government has put forward that creates uh, sweeping changes to the way municipalities operate, including uh, significant financial implications for municipalities and the way development charges are reviewed. Uh, The Association of Municipalities of Ontario, AMO, uh, has come out with uh, with their concerns. I've been working through the Ontario Big City Mayors. Um, We will have a statement out later this morning. Uh, And uh, our staff have been working on a report on the uh, implications for our municipality. Uh, Those will be able to be received at my special meeting at noon on Tuesday leading into the council meeting. And the reason why I called one is because the municipalities have the op- option to submit feedback on the bill until November 24th, which is Thursday, making our council meeting on Tuesday the last opportunity we'll have to provide our feedback, um, and, assuming they don't extend the deadline and consultations, which uh, we're unsure at this time. But I wanted to let you know that that's a move that I've I've already made and it will give council an opportunity to address uh, the very serious concerns we have about the
0: bill. For Londoners, the Bill 23 is the More Homes Built Faster Act. Uh, I guess fair to say then you ha- you share some of the concerns that have been expressed with regards to uh, Bill 23?
1: Yes, well, there, it's a sweeping bill. It, it touches many different aspects of many, many different pieces of legislation. My my most immediate concern is the financial impacts on municipalities. Uh, it, it adjusts the way that development charges are, are collected and even discounted, uh, which... If you're building more homes development charges are the way that we fund the infrastructure that supports those more homes so if if we're not able to to realize the full value of development charges then we're going to put ourselves in a very difficult position of funding the infrastructure that supports growth so in other words we start to move from a, from a position where growth pays for growth to where it does not and that's not going to help us build homes faster um, i certainly think there are solutions to this but what we need is, is more time with the province. We need them to delay the implementation of the bill, do a proper consultation with municipalities across the province on this, and allow us to help them get to the solutions that they want in a way that doesn't, uh, doesn't hold municipalities back from getting the dollars they need to fund the infrastructure that goes with the growth.
0: We will follow with interest. Uh, Mayor Morgan, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Happy to be here, Devin. That's uh, London Mayor uh, Josh Morgan. He will be joining us uh, every Monday at this time. We need to pause. Uh, when we return, we'll have more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.